something in celebration. Come on in. Take your shoes off. Get comfortable between us. You look nice in that dress. You ready for another ride? I am, in fact, ready for another ride, Royce. Good. I think I'm glad. I think I hope our viewers are too. I think they are. You know, we've we've stepped up our game from last week. A little bit oh, yeah. of a of a hectic episode. And production value has been increased slightly. I I am in a new state of mind for now. We'll see how long that lasts because I see he is still here. Yeah, yeah. Of course, random topic bot is in fact our our permanent third third host um you just Why does he have to stay in here though can't we like put him into another room when we aren't here like i don't trust him messing with our equipment in the office while we're gone well i actually i think he turns off on his own that's what you think but he probably turns back on well one of these nights we'll have to we'll have to test that theory hmm. like he's solar powered he turns off at night Somehow he get the he, they built in a skylight right above him in specific. Yeah, yeah, but just, just so he can be powered. It just appeared one day. We were like, oh, yeah. oh, that's what it's for. Uh, we figured I thought it was it just out. a hole in the roof. Yeah, but the, it's the least you could do for all the bite marks you put in him last week is to just just leave him alone. I will not promise anything. Well, I hope you can promise to to be a good co-host for at least this episode. I'll, go, I'll be a good co-host to you, but I don't know about him. Well, He's not he doesn't usually, he only really chimes in when he has something to say, so. Like, and, and, and all, he, all he says is uh, random topics, so we can't, we don't really have to worry about him interjecting in our, our own personal conversations. Hopefully not. Speaking of which, the first, first conversation, I thought it was a funny topic, I kind of brought it up at work. Mm -hmm. Uh, where we were like, which so I I think I think we were talking, or at least I was talking about celebrities. Yeah, we, were, we were talking about the, that one. Celebrities with like someone else, or I think it was you too. Um, yeah. And then I was like, yeah, which celebrity is like most likely to be a sleeper agent? Um, it sounded very interesting. Yeah. Well, it's like there's like in my mind there's two trains of thought you can go down. Which is the, um, like, is, is, it a, is it a celebrity that, like, like draws in everyone, is kind of gets everyone comfortable around them, and then just, like, right. the Russian government then, when they've, when they've made billions of dollars, says pineapple, and then they just start murdering everybody? Or mm. is it those, one of those celebrities that's just kind of creepy and, like, like a, like a Steve Buscemi or something, you know, like, where... Yeah, yeah. Like, in my mind, it could be either. Mm. But but, I think I think if if another world government wanted to have like a a bigger impact, they'd probably choose someone that um that 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 could get people to kind of be comfortable around them. Yeah, yeah. If if it is the government's like doing, then I would think that they would try to get people comfortable with them. But one thing that I I wonder is you know. I wonder if they if they choose someone that is able to already do that, like if they choose someone with that existing charisma, or if if they give them that kind of programming. Well, alongside being the sleeper agent, that's that kind of leads into the other reason why I think it could be creepy, because mm -hmm. we don't know the process of turning someone into a sleeper agent. Yeah, it could make them into the most horrific human imaginable. Just kind of the weirdest, weirdest sucker you've ever seen, right? Mm. So, like b before they activate. Yeah, yeah, like the process, like the what they have to go through to right, become a sleeper right, agent right. could like degrade them so badly that they turn out like a, like a like a Donald Trump or like a, like a really creepy Doctor Phil or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I get you. Where Donald Trump is like he he's like subtly creepy, I guess. Like, like he, he he seems like an obvious insane person, but it is convincingly human enough. Yeah, like I I believe he 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 surprisingly is not who I would put anywhere near the top of my sleeper agent list. Right, 
He just seems like a whack job person and not a sleeper agent. But you know who I think is a sleeper agent? Who's that? Kanye West. Oh, absolutely. I, I he, he he absolutely has to be. Like I, I was thinking like earlier I was gonna be like, oh Will Smith maybe because he's got so much charisma, but as we started this topic I thought of Kanye again because like look at his activity recently, man. Like that one of the last albums he dropped where it's like he had all that really terrible like photoshops <laughs> child merch and stuff. Yeah. And it was an actual real merch. And how he's been having, like, these horrible breakdowns and running for president and everything. Like, he seems like he's, he started off as, like, a pretty normal person, mm. moved up, got more ego and more power. And then finally, like, they're starting to subtly give him, like, some, some of the code words true, or, or visuals or phrases. And it's starting to steadily unlock some of the things that they tucked away inside of him. And he's unleashing them. They're as we go assembling along. the building blocks of the sleeper right, agent. Right, right. Like Kanye isn't one where like they just snap their fingers and he and he just turns on and starts killing everybody. He's a slow burning sleeper agent. Yeah, where he works up to it because he's been around for a while. And like I know Kanye fans, yeah. like I know Kanye fans who like are like all oh, his music's great, which which I agree. <laughs> I like some of his music and like. Yeah, but like yeah. they they can admit that he's a he's a weird weird dude, so mm-hmm. so they I think I think that's one that most people can agree on, um or at least a lot of people could be like yeah I could see it, yeah like like he's he's someone that I feel like you could definitely see and it's not just like a meme pick or anything it feels like there's actual evidence to back it up it it seems almost as if he's glitching out you know. Right, right. Like he's <laughs> he's corrupting. He's not part of this reality anymore, the, and he's starting to just warp. The shell around his real brain is slowly degrading until we, and like cracks are shining through. You're like, yeah, yeah. Oh, like, he is trying to kill everybody. <laughs> yeah, and and all, and his fucking brilliant artistic mind is starting to leak out of those cracks, and it's corrupting everything around him. Yeah, but I I think that's a solid answer. Like like I would be ready to like if if we're on Jeopardy, it's like which and they're like which which famous celebrity is widely known as the only sleeper agent to ever penetrate the American people? I'd be like Kanye Kanye West lock in. No, don't even ask me if I think I'm correct. Like ten years or fifteen years into the exactly. future, and one of the Jeopardy questions is like, well, "Which celebrity has killed five hundred people?" And you answer Kanye West, <laughs> and it's right because mm. he finally activated, and he, they just found like a stash of bodies hidden in a forest. Yes, <laughs> with with all of his albums on top of the pile of bodies. Yeah, yeah. Like like every every single album he's dropped, he's killed like a hundred people per album, and he drops those albums on top of their little grave sites, and they're all buried somewhere like like across the U.S. but in in forest states, but also the southern ones like like North Dakota or some shit. And like and North like Dakota and Alabama <laughs> and whatever. You. And then, like, people are, like, deciphering, like, how could we not see this coming? And then they put all the, um, started, like, the first letter of every album and it goes <laughs> together and it spells out, I have a sleeper agent. And it's like, dang, we should have seen it coming. Yeah, and, and like, you, you put together every single word of each song in each album or every first letter of each song yeah. in each album. And, like, like, the deeper you go, it, it starts spelling out messages like, help me. Yeah, he doesn't I'm want my to mind. And Yeah, like, he, he, he's aware of his, that, oh, man. He's a really like, like tragic inside, <laughs> Yeah, he, he's got a tragic backstory. Like, inside of his deepest mind's eye, he, he knows that he's being turned against his fellow man <laughs> but the outside of him doesn't know the outside of him has some of his old personality yeah but his inner heart is aware and it can't escape and and warn everybody <laughs> so the most it can do is like leave messages within the albums yeah no, it's, it's his his heart is the, his musical side he just 
He puts yeah. all of what he his humanity left into that. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. he's at the very end of it all, his last album is what he snaps. Oh that <laughs> And he's just talking about God and everything <laughs> in that album and it's it's like it's like an overarching like okay everybody i know that the end is near for me and everyone else so everyone i hope you all see god because i won't <laughs> well that was i that was way more in depth than i thought we got or sleeper agents i thought we just list a couple like really really creepy celebrities but i'm, I'm glad we came to kanye all right uh. So he brings us together. Yeah, he, is a sleeper he, he agent. really does. He's like the one sleeper agent everyone can get on the same page with. <laughs> he he truly unites people, even if it's even if it's against him or something. He still unites people for a common goal. Thanks, Kanye. Very cool. Thanks for existing, Kanye. So recently, the government announced um, that they would be giving away uh, a six hundred dollars stimulus check. Um, a paltry amount. Yeah. That they say would last like several months or something like that. Something ridiculous. But the, the check would be going to the victor of the upcoming uh, Gladiator uh, tournament that would be held in uh, Washington, D.C. In front of yeah, the White you, House. Yeah, you all have to. And, and you have to pay for your tickets to go there and everything, you know? Yeah. And that's already, like, a lot of money. Well, and, and the virus, and not everyone has access to uh, yeah, the vaccine. Yeah. So, so it, it's a it's a very tactical move to like move ev to have everyone who wants that stimulus check to gather there while also killing off yeah. everyone who's too weak to get there in the first place to leave only the strongest for the most exciting fight of this year. So they actually closed off the registration, um, and I think I think like I think it's going on as we're as we're speaking. Um, yeah. So I just yeah. kind of wanted to take a take a look at some of the more exciting matchups that are happening. Um, so on the left side of the bracket, not not many people entered, understandably so, mm. because of the risk of death versus six hundred dollars. Yeah. But I was actually pretty surprised at who entered. Um, and yeah, some people really were like desperate to enter. Yeah. In the first match, we have uh, Jonter Cops versus uh, Shaquille O'Neal. Um, Shaquille O'Neal is in this. He's not making enough money already off of Paul. Yeah, Jones yeah, we'd have thought and everything else. A famous basketball player. He he actually uh, um, is famous for. Uh, I I think he's got a good chance. He he's got that like kind of craze in his eye. Um, he he's known for famously eating uh, one of the basketballs in the NBA Finals. Um, after which he stormed out the side of yeah. the building, um, <laughs> killing multiple yeah, on the way out. Like. I remember that man. He, he just fucking chomped into that basketball on on the court. He show he bared all of his teeth to all the fans and fucking took a nice little chunk out of it, popped it, chewed it up in front of everybody, all the other players, then just fucking broke through the doors and went on a rampage Honestly, with that basketball. He yeah. thrashed it. I'm I'm glad I'm not part of this this tournament, but but because of because of him. But honestly, we we can't count out Jonter cops. Um, the mm -hmm. the uh, cop triplets um, with the last yeah. name Jonter. I um, mean, that's like that's a three man gank. That's kind of hard. Yeah, and you know they they've grown up with each other. They um, never left each other's side, even when joining yeah, the so academy. They have perfect communication. Exactly, and they they could probably make it work. I could see an upset being being made um, early on in the bracket. I think they wanted to like make a better name for cops all over the world now too. Or at it's least true. It's Even true. With all the recent discourse here in America, they really wanted to set an example to show that not all cops are bad. And and so I heard here to kill people. I heard that um, if they win, they're actually going to donate that six hundred dollars to uh, Black Lives Matter. Which is uh, which that's is really nice. Which is which is good, especially because of the image yeah. that cops have right now. Exactly. Right, but the but the other thing that is I think is kind of detrimental, and it might have just been a setup, you know, like someone someone organized this specifically against the Jonter cops. Cause I know a lot of people have it out for him, and you know, obviously the first opponent is Shaquille O'Neal, a black person. So I, I I'm not really sh I, I'm not really sure if this is some kind of inside job that. Well, they're, they're trying to set the Jonter cops up for failure here. I definitely think tournament organizers listen, listen close. You need to get your stuff okay. together. Terrible seating. 
Terrible storylines. Oh, yeah. Absolutely awful. Um, Absolutely atrocious. On to the next, on to the next um, ma- matchup, we have uh, SmackDown Steven the third versus uh he's good he is pretty good i was i was impressed watching him uh in his last gladiator gladiator combat um versus the possessed sleeveless hoodie of bill belichick um which i was also again surprised to see the sleeveless hoodie make a make his debut actually as a as a gladiator last time they just that's saying they just had his sockless shoes well he's helped bill belichick Win many many Super Bowls, um, riding mm. riding his sh- shoulders the entire time, calling those plays. Right, like he always, hmm? he's been calling those plays. He's notorious for uh, actually uh, helping the Patriots uh, with intercepting the ball in the uh, Super Bowl versus the Seattle Seahawks, which I still oh. get very emotional about being a Seattleite. Yeah, yeah I know. I hear about it a lot. I'm I'm really surprised that, like, like when I found out that that sweater was alive, it was a real shocker to me because he tried to disguise it the entire time as just being like his lucky sweater, and he wore it all the time. It was yeah. it's getting a little weird, honestly, because it, it, it's not like it, it's a very flamboyant and bright sweater, and I I just didn't understand why he always wore it to every single game and. When I saw how lucky that team was getting every single play yeah. with him, just always there, I was like, "Man, this guy's a really good player." Yeah. But no, he just revealed that it was the sweater, and I felt a little betrayed. Honestly, the mastermind of the Patriots, and you can see its age when the when the Patriots aren't doing very well this year, which is kind of yeah, sad. Yeah. But it's understandable that now he would come over to Gladiator Combat. Right. I guess he's kind of losing his edge and. He might be getting close to retirement, but maybe this is one last final push to see if he can get that mojo back. Yeah. We've talked a lot about the possessed sleeveless hoodie of Bill Belichick, but not a lot about SmackDown Steven, who's been a really, really exciting competitor to watch across his career. Um, oh, yeah. SmackDown Steven was like underground for a while. He was an indie guy. And then and he was the, he was the kind of guy that was like, oh, yeah, I know him. I knew him before he was cool. Because he's starting to rise in popularity now well, because of his recent winnings. Yeah, ba- because of how no one's ever heard of him, it's very surprising to hear that he's the third of his lineage, you know? Like, yeah, you would have yeah. thought... Like, where did the others go? You would have thought that the other SmackDown Stevens would have left a bigger mark on history. Yeah, left some kind of legacy for him to follow up on and continue, but it seems like they just kind of fizzled out in the dust. Yeah. Which I- I'm I'm not sure if that was like... You know, like, like I, I, I kind of thought that I heard the name before, but maybe it's something that they tried to erase from history. It might maybe be. he was just that good. Yeah. Or maybe they have, like, maybe it's, this, it's the SmackDown curse where, you know, they, they said they, they become the best wrestlers in the entirety of SmackDown. And everybody loves them, but they have some kind of curse, some kind of magic ability that erases their presence as soon as they pass. And they have to restart the cycle. Yeah, well, there were rumors and conspiracy theories that um, the first, uh, the first SmackDown, SmackDown Stephen the Third actually uh, was recorded in history um, in Germany in 1933. Which really, which is not not saying anything, but maybe SmackDown Stephen mm-hmm. comes from a little bit of a. A terrible lineage, a checkered, a checkered past, to be sure. Yeah, uh, but does, doesn't everyone come from Germany in 1933? Yeah, and and it's really up to us to um, make of ourselves what we will, you know. Uh, right, like Stephen just just III. become. Yeah, isn't just because you came from that time, time that time frame doesn't mean you're that kind of person. Exactly, and and we're not saying anything, but. Besides that, he's a he's a, a terrific competitor, and I'd be I'd be happy to see him go all the way. Um, I'm just getting news in actually, uh, the fastest tear we've ever seen on the other side of the bracket actually is the six hundred dollar stimulus check. He's already made it to the grand finals, 
Um, and no one actually saw the matches happen. They just saw the stimulus check standing on the bodies of his enemies. Apparently, he's oh, so looking they... like a fearsome competitor, Royce. Wow. So, so they they really did rig this entire thing. I th they thought that they thought that they'd give everybody a chance to grab this six hundred dollars, and it turns out that that six hundred dollar check was genetically engineered to fight back. I kind of knew it was rigged all along, but honestly, that doesn't make this yeah. tournament any less exciting. Um, I mean, everything government is rigged now, man, but. Uh, at least it's some entertainment in these troubling times. But honestly... I was really hoping Alex Jones would make an appearance because he said he was going to... He's actually casting. He's... Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I think I... Okay. Because I, I thought I heard his voice, and I think he's... I think he might be really tempted to get that check himself. I mean, he sees how strong that check is, and he knows how strong he is. And we know how strong he is. So I think he's like about to jump out of that casting booth and wrestle that check to the ground. You know, I wouldn't be disappointed if that happened, honestly. Uh, I think that would be one of the best outcomes. I'm I'm getting word that also the bracket on the other side uh, might have been a little easier in favor of the stimulus check. That doesn't make him any less of a threat. Uh, anyone could take this tournament, um, and the six hundred dollars. Um, but I'd like to hear who 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 you who you favor in this in this tournament, Royce. I think uh, I think it'd probably be Shaquille O'Neal or the or SmackDown Steven. Yeah, because SmackDown Steven, I, I I just have this gut feeling, you know. I mean, he he is an indie guy. He's he's rising up through the ranks, but with how shady his past is, I think he's hiding something. Whether he knows it or not, whether he's aware of the potential inside of him, I think that he can just pop out and start swinging at everybody. And for Shaquille O'Neal, man, like he's got the entire armada of the Papa's council on his side. Yeah, he has Papa himself in his Papa pocket. They've he's got a Papa Dia pocket. Yeah, it's 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 absurd. They have to keep him in a cage until he's ready to throw down. Um... What a competitor to watch! Uh, it, you know that, you know that character in Mortal Kombat Eleven. That's like <laughs> that giant fucking beast with something riding on his back. That's I from, just imagine. That's from sorry, Royce, to to burst your bubble, but that's from Mortal Kombat Ten, and oh, and their okay, name I is Ferator. Ferator. Okay. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Okay, I, I couldn't remember which one. They all they're all blending the same with me is that, since ten. Is that Pop but Papa and uh and uh Yeah, yeah Shaquille like it's, it's Shaquille O'Neal as Tor and Farah <laughs> is is Papa riding on his back in a little cage and he climbs out and just jumps people. Did you know that like a gremlin. Did you know that every Tor is different and like every time one dies, Farah finds a, a new like a new like person to ride on? Oh really? Yeah. Do they all look the same still? No, they're they're differences? different. There are different costumes, but like, but oh. uh, which kind of show that? But still. Oh okay. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> and and I don't think I don't think this tournament's gonna be ending anytime soon. So I think we should, um, kind of move on to the next pot uh, topic. Uh, and maybe maybe yeah, come so, back later. Um, so if this it, is something if it even ends today, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it could still go on for a while, honestly. I mean, it seems like this is a pretty bloody battle for the death, but it's also going really fast, too. You know, people are just dying left and right here. Yeah. But while we wait for the conclusion to this exciting battle, last time we had you mm -hmm. write up a fan fiction in 500 characters or less. Indeed. fan fiction of your choosing. And now is the time to present that. I uh I did in fact write a fanfiction and and before we get started, the, it's called the ultimate crossover. I'd like crossover. Crossover. Okay. And I'd like you to count how many vors there are. Like like vors vor v o r vor. Oh. All right. Oh no. <clears throat> Stuart Little wiggled his way into Lightning McQueen's gas hole. It was tight. Stuart knew that this was his first time. Lightning's engine shuddered with pleasure as oil sputtered out of his tank. Meanwhile, on the other side of the whale's stomach, Jonah and Guy Fieri were jerking each other off. 
list while listening to Royce describe hentai in 140 characters or less on the In Celebration podcast. This went on for hours until Random Topic Bot climbed out of Lightning McQueen and gave Ethan and Royce the next topic. That was, that was, uh, uh, oh shoot, <laughs> I accidentally deleted, that was, uh, 497 characters, so I got close to the 500, I was really close. <laughs> did pretty good, I thought, I didn't think it was even going to be that long, <laughs> uh, man, that felt like a ride, how, how especially this, this, did you count, four? did you count how many boards there were? I think there were three. So, so we have four? Stuart Little inside of Lightning Lightning Queen. Okay. We have all of them inside of the whale, right? Oh, they're all inside of a yeah, whale. Yeah, so okay. that's like that's like I don't know if we count that as one because if it is one I think you would. If it is one you it would be three. And then okay. ran, random topic bot was in fact inside of Lightning Lightning McQueen the entire time. Was he in the driver's seat? I think he was in the back seat. Okay. Yeah. What well, what is Lightning McQueen's back seat? Is that like his ass cheeks and then? Uh, well, no, he was in the business asshole. I guess he was in the in the. Oh, for, for the truck. Because I guess he's a he is a race car, so it would be the right. like the driver's seat. Hmm. So I I apologize, but that actually leads to because random topic, but is actually beeping like crazy right now, and I think he wants to give us the next topic, Royce. What do you say? Oh really? Yeah. Well, I, I say he can go fuck himself and stop all that noise. Because we're talking about something very important here. Fan fiction? A quick correction here. Fan fiction. Or <laughs> Stuart Little inside of Lightning McQueen's exhaust pipe. That is not Vor. That is Unbirth. Is it? Because yes. I thought I, I think that I think Vor is like it's like when you're inside of someone, right? Like like the whole entire yeah, being, yeah. right? Right, it is, but I think there's, like, classifications or something. Like, vor, I think, is usually if you are eaten through the mouth and, like, swallowed. And unbirth is, like, going inside the hole but backwards. You know, <laughs> it, that's why it's called unbirth, is, like, being birthed out, but instead you're being sucked in. I, uh... I mean, I think it's still, like, a subsection of vor, but I think unbirth is, 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 is its own thing for sure. Okay, okay. I'll I'll learn and, and be better next time, Royce. I apologize. It's okay. But uh but for now, uh random topic bot, shoot your shot. Go ahead. Give us the shoot give us yourself. the next random random don't listen to him, random topic bot. You're you're the best guest on this uh Come here, come on. <laughs> Get some. What is the next big thing in drugs? The next big thing in drugs? What is the next big huh. thing in drugs? Cause, next big thing in drugs, huh? Cause, uh, cause I think I think, honestly, we've kind of stagnated in drugs, right? A lot of right. Them. We haven't gotten a new one in a while, or th or that we know of, or that our 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 brains yeah, know of. Because, yeah. uh, mm -hmm. contrary to popular belief, we do not take a lot of drugs. <laughs> We don't actually. I've only done one and a half, maybe five. Oh, well, that's a story for another. I'm not sure <laughs> willing to share. <laughs> uh, well, I I can share something. I guess is like I I did actually do weed at one point. Oh, everyone has. Once. Yeah, yeah. Same. Yeah, a lot of people have. Yeah. But I, I had some edibles, and they didn't kick in for, like, 30 minutes or something. So I was like, oh, what's wrong? I, mean, I, don't, I don't feel anything. So my friends kind of convinced me, like, oh, maybe you should just take another one. Oh, Cause no. Because they probably didn't know either. Maybe. I don't know. Oh. And then I ended up taking, like, I think two and a half. That's the worst thing you and could I do. I don't know how much was in there. And I was like, oh, well, I still don't feel anything. <laughs> I didn't feel anything at all. Like, nothing. Until it all hit me yeah. all at once at one point, and it felt, and I just started crying, and I was bawling like <laughs> the entire time. I wasn't like I didn't feel scared or anything. It's just like I couldn't stop crying, that, and I could, I didn't understand. Because those take a while to kick in. Apparently. Yeah, I know that now. 
the the day take a while to kick in and it's like smoking is like a, a little faster but it's kind of but like eases you into it or some shit something like that yeah but and but back to the i think it was because it reminded me of like fever dreams that yeah. i used to have and i i got like some some deep seated agony with those you but know anyways. you know that actually gives me an idea for the next big thing what? in drugs Instead yeah, of what, what waiting for edibles to kick in for like an hour and a half or so, if you even think or touch an edible, you just instantly are messed up. <laughs> it, it just absorbs through your skin pores. Yeah, this exactly. Very second like, that you that you access it. Extremely fast acting edibles. <laughs> they don't even have like I think it's called ether or something anymore. Where like you. You'd fucking coat it on a rag and put it over someone's mouth oh. so they knock out <laughs> yeah. something like that. Now, now, now they just put a little edible on a rag and just put it on your face. Yeah, and you <laughs> you just go out, man. Can you imagine the military prospects? You're trying to infiltrate a fortress with, <laughs> like, a, like a you're trying to stealth into some place instead of like gassing someone. You just give them an edible and then uh, and then they start helping you out. <laughs> I was thinking it was like they load in like a bunch of fucking gummy bears into their pistols oh. and start shooting people with silencers on. Weaponized. Still. Well, they've already they already have weaponized drugs, but this is like weaponized drugs. Yeah, but yeah, this is like literally weaponized, like loading a bunch of sour patch kids laced with fucking laced with THC into a, a magazine. And shooting at your enemies <laughs> and taking them down that way. They're just because tripping it just, balls, it just goes, dude. And they're like, yeah, yeah. They, they see their fellow soldier and they're like, ah, he's, like he's like on the fire, he's a monster. They just start losing <laughs> their mind. So they just like, they start like shooting they each just other. They take each other out. You're like, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And then the, the military <laughs> weaponized version of it, like, seeps through clothes like it splatters like a paintball but then it goes through the nanofibers of the clothes and they have to make new protective <laughs> clothing that's even tighter woven so it doesn't come through yeah exactly and that would honestly that would innovate the uh clothing industry too because then you'd uh, it would you'd find better ways to, to to make more efficient um and long-lasting clothing as well surprisingly and imagine if like if that replaced guns on the street, I oh. think that would be like safer. No, that'd be a because... party, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like people start doing that, and they like you don't have to kill someone. You can just shoot someone with that, and then rob their house. Okay, there's still crimes, but people don't die as often. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we solve, we solve, like just kind of. Oh, dude. We solved like three problems. We solved like police violence too, because they could just like Probably, yeah. they could just like put you to sleep essentially, and like yeah. Oh, just... and, they, and they have like truth serum ones too, and you shoot them, and the, and they start talking, they start ranting on about, about everything, and you just story. get your evidence. Yeah, <laughs> you just get your evidence out of them because they won't stop ranting. So, so we've created a a drug. That if you if you like if it even touches your clothing it seeps through and is instantly yeah. effective, right? How much? I I, I, I think what? I think the government would actually be willing to if this technology was available invest a <laughs> lot of money into it. I feel like it would be a possibility to like actually weaponize drugs like for real, not just not, chemical not warfare chemical or warfare, something. Yeah, yeah, but but like common street drugs and innovating on them and being able to fire them from cannons <laughs> oh, this and solves basic another, weapons. This solves another problem, dude. Get, Chemical getting, warfare. Well, no. First, you, like, legalize the production of these drugs. Right. So all these all these people that the government are, like, hunting down that, like, that, like make LSD and whatnot or, like, just produce these drugs... They are now government employees. <laughs> yeah, now they get jobs. Yeah. Now people don't have to sell drugs on the streets and like fuck up kids with uh, with <laughs> selling them drugs and giving them bad deals. Now they're working with the government and they can give everybody a bad deal. You just go to your uh, uh, closest like government embassy or uh, 
Capitol building and they just have like a store like, in the corner where you can and you show your resume of yeah. like all the drugs that you've made and pictures of your lab and shit. And you're like, yes, you're hired. <laughs> they, and they have to like send an inspector to your house like they do for when you're adopting a child from an orphanage. Yeah. And they have to like check out the entire place to make sure it's suitable for production. So essentially the entire world is on drugs and we we just solved world peace too. Oh yeah. Have you did I ever did I ever tell you about the um the uh the movie I don't know if you know Whitest Kids You Know. Um No, I don't watch a lot of movies, but I think you can a, tell me about it. They're a, a they're a sketch comedy group. They're hilarious. Yeah. And I love yeah, them. I, I, you did tell me a little bit. I told you about the civil yeah. civil war on drugs. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I don't remember it entirely. <laughs> where they where they essentially uh, end the civil war by, because because they think uh, weed is getting they discover these these two kids they discover weed, and then um, mm-hmm. at the same time the uh, uh, confederate um, the confederates are being formed together against the against the north, in the oh. south, and they're they're in the south, um, and they're wearing like American flag clothing. So the Confederates ban the American flag like at the same time that they discover weed, and they're really right. high, and and they think uh, the all these Confederates come out. Of the, they're like, "You can't do that. That's illegal." <laughs> and they're smoking weed and wearing American <laughs> flag clothing, and of course the Confederates are like, "I mean, you can't wear the American flag." So they just ban the American flag, and they think that they banned weed. <laughs> so they uh-huh. they truck they trek across the. Uh, United States to talk to Abraham Lincoln so that so that he doesn't ban ban weed um and they essentially the they, they stop the war it's really funny it's on YouTube you should how do they stop the war from that it's it, I'm not gonna spoil it because I think you should watch it <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll look that up right now just so I can remember it yes yeah, civil war on drugs it's it's a phenomenal movie, and if any of our viewers haven't seen that movie, you should definitely check it out. So uh, I yeah. think they have the entire ass movie on here. Royce, Royce, I know I know you hate him, but Random Topic Bot just helped solve many of the world's problems by giving us a random topic. <laughs> okay, he can go fuck himself. I think I think he didn't he do anything. Stay here. All he's all he is is a catalyst. He doesn't actually do anything for us. Thanks, random topic bot. We're doing everything fuck for you. us. <laughs> I got a drug too. It's called your it's... your your personality. It's addicting. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> Alright. It was the, the the idea was that it could be something that you could either eat or ingest, but either way, you had, you know you got to take it inside of you. But it would let you see things that happened in the past and experience those events. And like there are specifically labeled drugs of like time periods or notable events and you could like put yourself in the shoes of certain people in those events too. Wait, is this real? Like you can put No, oh. no, this is this is just a drug that I'm making this up. This sounds like the plot like... of Assassin's Creed. <laughs> oh yeah, it kind of does. <laughs> it's just cuz like the Animus and stuff, the Animus is Yeah, yeah. is drug technology essentially. Oh, it is. I thought it was just No, 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 tech, no, no. Some no. kind of technology. No, it's it's our drug technology. Yeah. Because they're oh, okay. like, like, oh yeah, I want to go back and be a pirate, and you take uh, this pirate drug. Sorry to, I was, yeah, sorry yeah. to ruin your original idea, Royce. My very original idea that definitely hasn't been done before. Yeah, it hasn't. It go, doesn't like, exist. You could go into the past to other <laughs> events, and like, you could like be Hitler for a day, or you could be Lee Harvey Oswald and pull the trigger, or you could be JFK. You picked. Two of the worst people you could ever aspire to be. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Is like it's not something you aspire to be. The drug is meant to like You're make like, it so you could you could experience what they felt and thought in those moments. What if you what, see so something? you could get into the mind's eye of a monster and see like 
for investigation purposes or curiosity. You see something from a from a terrible human's perspective, like Hitler, and and you're just yeah. like you're kind of like it kind of resonates with you. You're like, huh? And then you go back to the <laughs> yeah, real some world. good ideas. <laughs> you're like, man, and then you take another hit of that, and then you're. And then suddenly and you you're, a, you're in Osama's bin, Osama bin Laden shoes. <laughs> yeah, you get addicted to Hitler and all these terrible people. Oh, I wish I could title the episode Addicted to Hitler. <laughs> you could. I, you probably can. Spotify might take it down. Oh, yeah. I forgot <laughs> this is going on there. Yeah. But the <laughs> addicted to the past. And I'm, in, I'm addicted to you. I can't stay away from you. I think the most common drug, the next big thing, is how addicted we are mm. to each other. Um, I'm just getting a... I'm getting a pretty big thing. Yeah. I think I think so, too. Our, our relationships develop, and um, yeah, I think I'm getting think a pretty big thing, this too. To a new level. I think we should take this to a new level. I think we should take this to... Hold on. I'm getting an update. What? Shaquille O'Neal oh. versus $600 stimulus check in the grand finals. The stimulus oh, check was wow. looking good for a while, but um, Shaquille O'Neal actually, actually escaped um, because he was getting beat so badly. Um, so beware, ladies and gentlemen, Shaquille O'Neal is on the loose. Uh, and he eats people to regain his strength. You might need to... To in addition to the quarantine, in addition to stay inside, um, barricade your doors. Um, barricade all doors, all windows. Make sure no natural light sources are peering through any corner. Yeah, it, stay away from every single window. He could be Hide. anywhere, at any time. He's one of if the most dangerous and entertaining threats to uh, to our our nation at the moment. If he has any access at all to direct line of sight or even the smallest smidge of natural sunlight or moonlight, then he will be able to come in through the shadows and enter your home. If you have a video camera with you and he's in the vicinity and you see him, please film it because it's really fun to watch. Um, if you're and please send it to us. If you're gonna die, take one for the team. Uh, might as well make everybody else a little happier about their situation of being alive. It's true, especially now. We need entertainment. Oh, yeah. We need some content, Royce. We need some content. We need content. We are running <laughs> out. We're running out of ideas. We're getting washed up. Uh, yeah. So in the in the meantime, uh, to distract our thoughts from uh from Shaquille O'Neal on the loose, doom. um, I. I kind of had a little bit of a rant that we we brought up last week about delicacies. Yeah, it was just something that I feel pretty strongly about, and I didn't know that you did either. Well, so well this is going to be our first co-rant. Here's the thing, Royce: delicacies are basically some person, it's, it's someone, someone like snooty person's way of saying like, "Oh, you're you're bad for not liking this terrible thing that I I love." You know, and right. and and of course, delicacies are are inherently cultural and important to cultures, right? But it's they are, like yes, it's and like, it seems like some people of cultures like do consume them frequently, even though they are delicacy to everyone else. But but for me, right? It's like it's like I don't have to like this thing. I don't have to say I like it, and because mm -hmm. because you say it's a delicacy, it's like am I, is that supposed to change my mind? I've had. Yeah, am I supposed to perceive this with any sort of passion? Yeah, and and I've had some delicacies before. I and and, and most of the time they're pretty bad, right? Yeah, as you'd expect. That's usually if anything is titled a delicacy, it's going to be bad. But uh, and of course I respect your ability. <laughs> sorry, no, it's sorry. my phone. Of, of course <laughs> I've I've uh, I respect your position to enjoy that right but but i feel right. like i feel like on the topic of delicacies people get really defensive if you're like yeah i wouldn't ever try that or like hey, hey I, like hmm. i that sounds gross it's like oh well it's a delicacy and you're a terrible person 
At least for to have a person for <laughs> shitting on this entire culture I, by not liking I mean, this one thing. I mean, it's like, okay, that that's one argument. It's like, I get it. It's it's, it's a culture thing, and like, I I respect. I have I have a lot of respect for different cultures, and I think I think that's right. very fascinating. Um, yeah, they bring a lot of different things to the world, and it's nice, especially here. Like, I feel like we can't really. In the end, we can't really say much about on what's disgusting and what's not. Oh, exactly. One of our delicacies is probably fucking fried butter. Yeah, no, that's that's disgusting. Like, it is disgusting. <laughs> but but you get like a large portion of people. Oh, you have to try fried butter. Oh, you have to try fried ice cream. It's like no, I don't really want and, to. No, and, 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 and that's then, probably like, the way that we see other countries. It's do. true. It's like it's like we do it too. <laughs> Is yeah, the other yeah. thing. It's not exclusive to other cultures. It's like no, of course. It's just everyone does that, but we're just a very loud portion of like, oh, that's disgusting. Yeah, because we see a lot of other countries' foods as pretty fucking disgusting because a lot of them seem like they are. Like I can't say that they are because they probably aren't disgusting to those countries. But it's like, but when you got something like head cheese, like rotted cheese with fucking yeah. maggots in them, and balut. Which is something egg, from right? my own culture. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 the egg with like a half developed bird inside of it yeah. that you eat. I have a friend that all, actually all the feathers and everything. I have a friend I've talked to about. He's he's not the snooty one that I was talking about, but he 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 oh, loves he loves bolut. He's like really? he's like oh it's so good. I'm like how? <laughs> yeah, how 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 does it? I just can't imagine because, like, maybe the taste is fine. And I know Gordon Ramsay went there at one point and ate it, too. And he said it was good, like, taste-wise. But it's just, I can't imagine the texture of chewing on these, like, partially crunchy, partially jellified bones in skin. Yeah. And, and, There's and a... visually seeing it. Like, that's why I can't even eat, like, a whole fish or something. Because you can see the eye and everything. There's a like, lot yeah. more to food than just the taste right it's it's, right, like, right. it's the entire experience and if yeah if someone's like oh yeah it tastes good it's like i'm still not gonna eat it <laughs> it might taste good but visually and texturally i cannot stand it and like mentally sushi. it's like i know what i'm eating yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> like like something with sushi that isn't really a delicacy but a lot of people it's something you either love or you hate i love sushi and i can perfectly see why because I think the taste is very good, but I can perfectly understand why people wouldn't like the idea of it and the texture because it's just squishy fish and the idea of eating something raw in the first place. Yeah. I, um, for, cause some things you can understand. Here, here's, here's Ethan, the Ethan confession time portion of the podcast. I am okay. terrified of eels and really, yeah, I don't know why. It's just something about them. Huh. E eels and spiders. That's like the big two. Well, spiders is common, but yeah. eels is something I haven't heard of. Um, and and uh, for that reason, I've tried eel, and like in like I, I like can't psychologically ever get myself to enjoy huh. it at all. <laughs> and whenever I've had it, I'm like constantly thinking about what it is. Oh, I yeah. See. And it's it's really bad. Like. Right. There was right. A, a. Additionally, there was a there's a movie called The Cure for Wellness. I don't know if you've heard of it. No. It was a horror movie um, directed by Gore Verbinski, who's a, a very very prominent horror uh, director. Um, it came out like four years ago, probably. Um, where this uh, this dude he's like invest. I think he's like sent on a vacation to this like germ Germanic like I forget where it was. It's like this castle in the in the in the mountains of like some some European uh, Scandinavia. Yeah, it's 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 very beautiful. It's 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 amazingly shot and like mm. movie. It looks amazing, but a lot of people didn't like it. And I was I I kept reading reviews. I'm like, why didn't? Because this looks very enticing to me. It's like a, a lot of the review, reviews said the same thing. It's like, oh, you're never going to be scared by this movie unless for some reason you're scared by eels. I'm like, I am terrified of eels. Uh, this sounds so A very so specific good. horror movie directed <laughs> right towards you. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, yes, this sounds great because I lo love horror movies. 
Hey, I love horror movies and I hate eels. So it was kind of the perfect, perfect thing for me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and eel is like one of my favorite pieces of sushi to eat too, because I think it tastes really good. Oh, okay. So I just offended you. Yeah. I'm sorry. You did. I'll never forgive you. I apologize yeah, for is... for crapping on your delicacy. <laughs> <laughs> for for me, like usually when I think of delicacies, it, it it's it used to be more of me thinking like, oh yeah, people are just really snooty about it. But the more that I've watched things about food, the more I was like, oh, people just people just eat these with no attitude. They just kind of like like people in their own respective countries, mm. they just eat them and they're like like it's a normal thing yeah but uh, you know so so i kind of it kind of changed my perspective but obviously there are still those snooty people out there and they're probably people that are from you know of course some of them are going to be from that country but it also seems like there's a lot of people from our country where we try to defend everybody else and whatnot and they've probably eaten something like that or maybe they haven't eaten it at all and they're like mm -hmm. oh it's so good yeah you, you you're just you're just a bigot for not enjoying it. yeah and that's when it's like, okay, fucker. It's it's less about the delicacy. Why don't you go over here? It's less it, about the, the delicacy attitude. itself than it is the people. Yeah. Yeah, because it's like, okay, why don't you go over here and try to uh, let me let me see bird nest soup, which is just uh, it, it's some Chinese soup that is a delicacy because of the rarity of the nesting of this bird, and it's made out of the gelatinous, rubbery spit that it coughs up to make the nest. Ugh. Or how about Hakarl, an Icelandic fermented shark that they just rot, let it hang up and rot like jerky, but except actually rot it until it dries out, and you just consume this fucking disgusting thing. Or this other one that I forgot the name of, but I think it's... It's actually, I think it's an American thing, either that or Italian, where it's it's like they use lye. Yeah. Oh. To, to, to cure it. Are you talking about Ludafisk? Yeah, Ludafisk. Yeah. Okay, it's not Italian or American. No, it's like so. European something. Actually, I had a friend. Um, he's the same friend that. Uh, for, for, he's. He, I had a friend in my last job. He's the guy I told you about who wanted to be a. Uh, if, if in like 10 years, if we're not doing anything, we're going to become pirates. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah he, was like, he has like all sorts of crazy stories. And um, mm -hmm. if you know anything about Seattle, there's a, uh, there's a, um, every year there's a seafood festival in the Ballard area, hmm. which is um, near where I lived. Um, and, and I used, it's actually a, where I worked too. I'm not going to say where I work. Um, yeah, yeah. uh, but yeah, the, where I worked actually was like right w within the festival area, which is pretty like they section off a large portion of Ballard, um, for mm -hmm. it, all sorts of food carts and, and whatnot. And then like beer gardens and, um, Since tons of seafood. It's amazing, Royce. It's, it's so I great. Love, because I love going to places like that with food trucks and stalls and yeah. whatnot. It's a, it's and a, I need, I need to go to a seafood one. Someday, man. It's a fantastic. Go to Seattle. It's just you get everything. You get the the, the weather. The because uh, because they do it in the summer where it's like it's like not blazing hot and it's like mm -hmm. nice outside. Wow, well, they actually have some common sense about it. Yeah, too, and it's not raining. Else. Um, yeah. Seattle's great, but uh, he always he was notorious for always doing the um, there's a Ludafisk uh, eating competition. Oh, and and I didn't know what Ludafisk was at the time, but I, uh, and he told oh. me, and I'm like, you you actually like eat, like I I think it's like a buck like a, a bucket of it, and he's like, yeah, it's really oh. dangerous, and I I think I'm gonna stop after this year. <laughs> <laughs> he's, a, he's like a fucking veteran retiring because the Agent Orange is starting to get to him. Well, I think he he's been around the world he's kind of like an adventurer he's basically a pirate at this point yeah um, no wonder the suggestion came yeah well he wants to like actually like if if anything if he's if he's bored he'll become an actual pirate which is kind of right. funny um <laughs> but yeah i'm like 
he's like, yeah, it's, it's essentially you're you're basically poisoning yourself, and my immune system is like intensely strong at this point, so I can kind of handle it. <laughs> but but honestly, I'm kind of over it. <laughs> you get stronger from it. Yeah, and I'm, Shit. I'm like, how do you do this to yourself, man? He never gets any diseases now because he's just filled himself with an actual poison. Yeah. And and I, honestly, that that was, like, pretty inspirational. Yeah. I mean, apparently if it's cooked right, it doesn't taste bad, but I just can't imagine doing that. It's like... <laughs> like, 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 even with something like, like pufferfish in Japan, where they, it's potentially dangerous because it could poison all the meat... But this one is like you're you're getting a chemical unnatural poison or something, yeah, and just stuffing it in here, and hoping <laughs> that you do it right. Yeah, I think I think well, it's a festival, so they have to kind of prepare yeah, it correctly, right, you know. And right. um, but it it doesn't take away about like how terrible it is. But it's a delicacy, yeah. Royce. It's a delicacy. Of course, yeah, it's a delicacy. And, and people will tell you that they they eat it, and, and if you don't like it, you're the worst. And it's human. super good. <laughs> And you need to try it, but if you don't want to try it, then I literally despise yeah, you and you're, everything that you've ever loved. You're what's wrong with society, and I'm you're a culturally appropriating <laughs> me and my people. But no, I just really don't want to eat some ludifus. I really just don't want to. I really don't want to die. Fill my mouth with maggots. I mean, I like cheese, but I just, I just don't want to do it, man. Or, or raw, raw ground beef if you're in France. <laughs> Or just well, all that's a thing. Yeah, they they like I don't know what's called, but it's like raw ground beef and like eggs and like a few like vegetables. Huh. I think I actually have heard of that one. It's like strange. a raw egg. I think raw too. ground beef is like one of the most dangerous things to eat. Yeah, and a raw moment. egg too. Like like a dude, yeah, you're basically yeah. upping the ante. It's like I, well, like I, raw, raw eggs not seem that like bad. they're like yeah yeah because I mean bodybuilders just fucking suck those down sometimes. Well, and I know like in Japan some sushi too. has yeah. Oh really? Yeah. Well, they. Uh, yeah. My dad lived in Japan for two years, oh. and he was like, "Yeah, uh, we used to hang out with a lot of families who had kids, and they just get some rice and crack an egg right into the rice and mix it in." And I'm like, "Wait, that uh, sounds really good." And then I tried it, and it's pretty good. <laughs> so huh. I guess egg. I, it sounds like it could be good. minus the eggs, like, but raw raw beef, yeah, like yeah. where you don't you know. know. It's, yeah, because like. I know that in, in Japan they do like some some raw meat and stuff, but it usually isn't ground beef. Yeah, I think ground beef in specific is just not good at all raw. They get the cleaner, super cleaner meats, like yeah. and fish and whatnot. It's 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 yeah, and it's well prepped. It's not just ground beef. <laughs> we we probably just know it as being terrible because our standards are very low. Yeah, like I watched a video recently of like just a Domino's comparison from U.S. to the U.K. and we have a shit ton of fillers in our dough and the UK just has really normal <laughs> ingredients. Like they have five ingredients and we have like 500 chemicals and I just don't get why we can't make something a little cleaner. If another country can do it just fine and we're apparently like <laughs> on par with them as a superpower, why can't we just make something simple if they can make it work and it's fine for preservation. And if we fucking started the entire thing here, why can't it be as good here? Just like in like KFC too. It's so good in Japan that it's a fucking Christmas thing. I don't know why I keep bringing up Japan, but I do. But in here, KFC, like every single restaurant is horribly unclean and terrible. And the food is questionably bad and handled awfully. It's because like, why we just have like, we, we have these American made restaurants and they're so much better in other countries yeah. because they use good ingredients and better standards. Well, actually, and we just can't keep up with ourselves. Apparently, in Japan, McDonald's is even crazier than it is here. Like worse. Like for it has. Like or? it has more stuff, and like I don't know if it's worth worse for uh -huh. you health health wise, but it's like apparently it's more uh -huh. creative. This is oh, this creative. Is like, I, I thought you were talking about, like, the ingredients are worse. They have, like, ten <laughs> times the chemicals. No, but, like, I, this is coming from uh, multiple friends and uh, my dad who uh, mm. have been to Japan. So, I guess, I Let's guess. See. But, yeah, no, I agree with you. It's, like, <laughs> apparently more, more ingredients and more ideas make us better people. 
Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> we're, we're, we're flexing on how many things we can put into one slab of meat. Yeah, or pizza crust. And still have it be edible. <laughs> uh, so that was another small rant, I guess. Was, that was just a small, smallish rant about delicacies. Delicacies um, and American food Royce, ingredients. it is your yes. turn for, for a topic. I want you... I want you... In your mind, okay. to take a look at yourself, kind of go deep, deep, deep within, and okay. and and now. write about your ideal doomsday entity. What would you like to be killed killed by, or have the world end with? Dang man, that's there's so many possibilities, and I could do something like serious or something goofy. Oh yeah, I don't know. I I think like for me in general. I kind of if I want to if I'm gonna die I kind of want it to be mildly amusing at least. I kind of like this uh, Shaquille O'Neal that's flying out my window at super high speeds. Oh no, he's getting really close, Royce. Oh yeah, Royce is getting really close, Royce. Oh Royce! yes. Oh, I see him. 